Holla bollards and a profist to you all! Welcome to Drama Friday, Season 3, 2016! Mm, mm, get serious! Getting serious, getting delicious, getting lovely, doing all that kind of shit. Welcome, ladies and gents. I hope you had a wonderful New Year. We did have a New Year's web show, which was chilled and kicked back and kind of got us back into the swing of things. But now... But now... We're here to kick ass and take some names. Yes, we are! Look at this! I have a light! <laughs> How amazing is it? I have a light! Like, I have too many lights now. <laughs> it's really weird, I have a light. It's a bit too close. I'm working on it. We had to rebuild the whole, like, office yesterday. This isn't even the new camera. It's not here. It was either coming today, or it's going tomorrow. I did have a little display shelf. I have a lot of Yoshis. Right? I have a lot of Yoshis. But they're green. You can probably understand the error. And look at the lack of focus. This will all be gone in the next week. But we got a little Mario. We got a little loot chest. It's all good. I know I have colour. I have actual colour. Because, like, the old camera. The old camera had to drain all the colour out. Because it, like, was so very. It was like, we need to try and green screen. <laughs> this green. And, like, a million other colours near it. <laughs> this is what we need to do. We need to green. We need to do the green. And everything near it. I literally now just click that button. This is my normal colour. This is what I look like. It's so weird, isn't it? Like, it's so strange to see that. <gasps> what is life? What is life? I know. But wait till the new camera arrives. <laughs> wait till the new camera arrives. God knows what we'll see then. I know. I still have a bulb above my head. Creating the shiny head. That's like... That's gonna go soon. It needs a lampshade on it. Like, can I break the fourth wall? Yeah, there's nothing here. See this? Look, there's a bulb literally directly above my head. That's why we get shiny head. So it has... Because <laughs> because we didn't have lights in the past, I had to take the shade off it to get as much light out of the bulb as possible. That's what we had to do, man. That's what we had to do. We had to live that nightmare. And it was uh, it was a hell of a thing. It was a hell of a thing. But we're, we're like almost there, man. We're getting there. We're getting there. We can get rid of the shiny head. We can live the dream, right? We can do all this kind of good stuff. So we're getting there. We're getting there. So I'm not going to fix everything. So I'll live with my shiny head for today and my shiny cheeks. Look, I have shiny cheeks uh, for today until the new camera arrives, which I hoped would be today. I hoped would be today. Uh, but no, it's going to be next week now. Sad times. When they give you like a five to eight days, <laughs> five to eight days, you're hoping for the five. We're hoping for the five, but no. It didn't happen. And then next week... Oh, it's 2016 is looking awesome at my end. I know it's drama time. We'll get to there in a, we'll get there in a sec. We'll get there in a sec. But uh, 2016 is looking awesome. You've got like all these people coming. We're going to shoot some stuff. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. Mm -hmm. Shiny head is... Shiny head is classic. Not as classic as disappearing head. Where the shine from the bulb was so bright. Because I had to sit like here. Like, it's hard for me to tell you. I had to sit like here, which is directly above it. And obviously, I'm losing my hair. So it was like glowing right on my head. And it used to turn me invisible. You guys remember that? Oh, God. Uh, low tech as fuck. But night 2016. Night 2016. We're keeping it real. We're, keeping, we're getting there. We're getting there, team. I can have my normal flesh color. I'm pinky again. Uh, but we'll get even better. We'll get there. I know. the. Sh I was sad to sleep the shiny head. I had all this weird shit uh, going on. Well, uh, to be fair... Look, man. It's all been arriving. I'm too excited. I'm too excited. It's all been arriving. These SD cards, by the way, way expensive. 
for like proper SD cards because the camera records in like 4K. So yeah, you can't use shitty SD cards. These batteries and shit have arrived. Got a shotgun microphone. Look at this thing. Like a proper dildo microphone, which is great. And it has, dudes. I'm not even going to fucking lie. I'm not even going to lie. I so want to put this on my dick. I want to put this on my dick. Look, it's one of them windsock things. <laughs> when you're outside. It's dead fluffy. I just want to put it on my penis. Look at this thing. So I can have like a Yeti cock. Yeah? Like a proper Yeti cock. I want to. Look at it. Mm. It's all good, man. It's all good. Oh, no. It's phantom power. It's XLR, baby. It's proper. It's proper. This is all due to the Patreon guys that are like making us do this and allowing us to do this. So fucking cool, man. And uh, we're going to shoot some cool stuff. Hopefully. I'm having some fun. Going to be Mr. Director in like a week's time. So we might have stream week next week because after that I'm like shooting. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to shoot, guys. Yeah? Well, fuck around. I'm going to shoot. So I'm busy. I'm going to shoot. So we might have stream week next week. I'll debate. I'll debate. Uh, see if we can fit it in or not. I don't know. We'll see. I want to test everything. Streaming is going to be the best way to do that so we can get it all absolutely fucking awesome. So we get it awesome. But that's where we're at. I'm really excited. I'm <laughs> really, really excited. Anyway, that's not even why you're here. It's not even why you're here. It's 2016. And we are <laughs> about to have some drama. So I've picked three stories in front of me. <laughs> and again, the Patreon's doing so well. We have people for this story. We will get out of that. I promise you. Eventually it'll happen. Uh, I'm not hoping <laughs> It's because it's like changed our entire world in terms of what we can produce for you guys. But we will get there. We will get there. <laughs> okay. I have three stories in front of me. So many of you sent me Wildstar stories. They were really cool. They were really cool. I'm debating how I could fit them in. I, without the chat just being like, Wildstar sucks. And why are any of you even here? I'm looking at all of you guys that are here live right now. AGDQ's on right now. Diablo. Charity stream. It's awesome. So good. Secret of Mana. The best indie game of 2015. What? 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 <laughs> what indeed? Okay, I thought we'll start with one that's uh, about rednecks. It's about rednecks. Well, they're not wrong. Well, exactly. That's that's exactly what would go down. <laughs> well, let's have some rednecks. Holler preacher. My name is Amin. I'm 19 years old and a proud part of the Kappa Pride community. I've been debating for over a year whether or not to type up this short story about my glorious experience in that mist of Pandaria. It's a little bit short. I apologise if it doesn't make the cut. It did. Nonetheless, this is my experience with rednecks in World of Warcraft. Oh, the gun! <laughs> the gun. Yeah. <laughs> the gun. You might know for the legacy of the warlock. <laughs> uh, we're having a gun sent to us from Team Norway. Uh, yeah, the police aren't happy with that. As suspected. Look, here's the letter. I got the, I got, I got the letter. The official letter. I got it today. Yeah. They're not happy. They're not happy. At all. I had to speak. I shouldn't say this because it's not been decision time yet, but I'll tell you. I had to phone them. I had to phone customs today. I had to phone the fuzz. I had to phone the rosers today. I was on the blower and I was getting full Russ Emerald on the situation. And I had to explain to a guy who must be at least a minimum of 65 years old what YouTube is all about. He said, we can have the gun. We can have the gun. If we can prove it's for theatrical purposes, right? So I said, 
Yeah, we're a proper company. We're registered with you guys. They're part of the, the you know, the part of the government and the HMRC, which is our tax people. It's like, you can look us up. We're proper. And we do this. And he's like, what do you do? And I said, we make videos for YouTube. He legitimately said to me, I shit you not. I shit you not. This guy said to me, oh, is that that website with all the cat videos? That's what this guy said to me. Like his daughter had shown him a cat video on YouTube once. So his fucking granddaughter. And that's what he thinks YouTube is. And I was like, dude... <laughs> What? <laughs> this is not ending well. He's like, he totally dismissed me at that point. I'm not going to lie. He dismissed me at that point. He was like, oh, you're like a kid with a camera phone just taking pictures and shit. And we're not going to give you the gun. And I was like, no, we can buy this thing in the town near where I live, right? It's just that this one was free. It's from a fan. It's all good, man. He's like, nah, I don't think so. I think you're literally kids who like shoot dogs on YouTube. I think that's you. And I was like, no, it's not me. I don't shoot dogs. Short chat. I don't shoot dogs. <laughs> oh, he said, if it was like a Broadway play off a of television, then yeah, it'd be no problem. But YouTube, I don't know. Can I get that on my wireless? Can I get that on my radio? Does it work with my hearing aid? Fucking nightmare, man. Fucking nightmare. Anyway, I had to send this huge email with all this proof and stuff. So hopefully we can get it, but... We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Shut up, chat. No, I don't. Anyway, never trust the rednecks. Never trust the rednecks. This story takes place between Kata and Miss of Pandaria. At this time, I was around 15 years of age. Couple of pubes on the pitch, but not full blown. Don't exactly recall what realm I was playing on at the time, but I was playing a dwarf hunter. Nice. Good vanilla chat. Oh, Kata and Mop. Mmm. Coming out of Kata, my old mates had given up the game. But at this point in time, it was the only time I had ever taken the game seriously. Now the baggage of real life friends have gone. I can now focus on the things that I enjoy. Right? I could probably start making a far too serious guild application. Which I refuse to do because lol it's only a game. After that I will be very very angry as to why I only end up in shit guilds. Solid? Good. Okay. <coughs> It wasn't until I reached level cap in Mop, but literally minutes after I hit level cap in Miss of Pandaria, I was whispered by a GM to join a kill called We Are the Rednecks. Decision time, chat. Decision time. Does one join We Are the Rednecks? <laughs> Does one go, ah, yes, this sounds excellent. This sounds really, really good. <clears throat> now let me be clear. In that I was not a redneck. I am not a re I have never been a redneck. And I never will be a redneck. In fact, I have brown skin. And this considerably worried me. <laughs> if one of them... Them Muslims! If one of these... Hey, Pa! If one of them Muslims... That's what you're expecting, right? Yeah, I would be too, man. <laughs> I would be. I'd be like, I'm leaving. All right. Oh, you're the rednecks. <laughs> just gonna, gonna go over there. <laughs> I'm just gonna say no. <laughs> I'm just gonna say no, Pa. I'm gonna leave that alone. <clears throat> but I had decided I needed a guild, and I had no friends, and I had no friends. So I'm gonna give it a go. I'm gonna give it a go. Being the only raid experience I had was wiping for eight hours straight in Deathwing LFR. Dude. <laughs> what? Them claws, though. 
If only we had some sort of crazy buff that would cover our terrible play just to make sure we got through it. And every time we failed, even with the buff, it would give us more of a buff and just keep stacking up until we eventually just roll our face on it. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Then that could become the tactic. Then it could be we need to get five stacks. What the fuck is that thing even called? Determination. We need five stacks. Guys, can we wipe quickly to get five stacks of determination, please? Let's take this fight seriously now. Ah, come on, Day. And get five stacks. We need five stacks or we can't do it. It's impossible. It's impossible if we don't get five stacks. It's a good tactic. Solid. The GM, who will be given a name shortly, held weekly events through the calendar. The guild also had Ventrilo, and I was very interested in using it. I hopped on vent and was greeted by the GM, but I was not prepared. First, the GM was a female. She was four times my age. Quadruple, people. She did not have a southern accent. Given the name of the guild, I was a little surprised. But one thing she did say to me <laughs> was that she was to be referred to as Mama or Mama Bear. Now I'm going to give her the southern accent. I don't care. <laughs> Ma you call me Mama or you call me Mama Bear. Mama Bear. She played... <laughs> a Pandaran holy priest. So, so much run away. So much run away. A Pandaran holy priest. She's married. She had a kid. Her husband did not like World of Warcraft. What Mama Bear did, what Mama, what Mama did was play LFR and LFG for weekly valor and justice caps and then just farmed materials and gold for the guild bank. She was barely ever offline. It's good mama. Good mama. Mama, take care of the herbs. The calendar events turned out to just be guild runs for LFG. <laughs> Guys, pretty serious. The GM's put an event up. We're going to be doing LFDJ Temple Thursday, 3 o'clock. Sign up for LFDJ Temple, mate. Better be there. It's a guild event. You're gonna get some achieves though. You're gonna get some achieves. Pretty serious. Mama Bear's going. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Looking back, it was really all just to make sure she got gold for the bank. I cannot deny that I didn't enjoy my time with these people. They were surprisingly sweet, made me feel at home. It was then time to introduce our next character, Joshua. He was the one who tanked every single one of our guild calendar dungeons, right? He takes his LFD very fucking serious, does Joshua. He's the only tank. Yeah? Think you're getting that achieve in Jade Temple without Joshua? I don't think so. Mama Bear don't approve. Mama Bear don't approve. No way. He was probably quadruple my age, if not five times. His voice was raspy. As if he had smoked every day of his life. He always seemed like a pretty okay person. But not the most knowledgeable person. He was a thick cunt. Translation. Seven months I stayed with this guild. Just doing weekly events. Casually scheduled fishing. And farm crafting ingredients for the guild bank 
I'm just talking, Ben. Anybody else got fishing scheduled on the calendar? Can you raid tomorrow, pal? Hey, Pie Walker, you raided tomorrow, mate. No, mate. Guild event fishing. Busy. No raiding for me, mate. <coughs> Busy. Guild event. Got to be there. Scheduled like. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> These times were great. Honestly, I miss having such a relaxing social circle in World of Warcraft. This was before, of course, things all went wrong. It was probably a few months before the Isle of Thunder was added into the game. And Joshua wanted to start a raid group after talking to Mama. I was excited to do it. I was instantly added to the roster because I had signed up for many calendar events. Now... Some of you may in fact be correct that the guild application that I proposed to you was a little too much. Perhaps it was way out there. I should have just made a video that said if you can sign to a calendar event, you're in. I guarantee you great success. I wish you the truth. I wish you all the best in your endeavours. It will certainly be a good time. They knew I was a decent player. Joshua started bringing in his friend that he was going to teach how to tank in our dungeon runs. I forgot to mention that Joshua was a human warrior and so was his friend. Joshua's friend was Joe. Joe was about the same age I was. Which is weird looking back at it. Why would a 60-year-old be good friends with a 15-year-old? Kappa. Anyway, Joe seemed like a pretty cool dude. We naturally became friends due to being the youngest players in the group. Eventually, the team was formed. We entered Mogashun Vaults. The story does not go on much longer. <laughs> We're ready. We've got people. We're going in. It's not going to take much longer to finish the story. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say. The first few bosses weren't too hard. Yeah. Doggies down. Guy down. Shadow guy down. Pretty good. Phalanx guy maybe. I don't know. Doesn't say. Probably that, uh, the dragon guy. You've got to move off the platform though. Oh shit. How are we going to do it? How do you do it? you got to not stand on that bit. The circle bit. How do you do it? I don't know. I don't know. Pretty tough. I don't know. So, we're going in. After our second raid night. Second raid night. The raid came to an end. And I was in vent with Joe. Just chilling while farming some gold. We started to talk a bit about our personal lives. And Joe started to ask me about girls. As every 15 year old usually talks about. He was a bit down about this girl not wanting to go out with him or something. And this is where I made the mistake. I told Joe that I was gay. At this time I had broken up with my second girlfriend and got my first boyfriend. Who I'm still dating to this day. Looker. Shortly after telling him about being gay, he said he had to log off. I thought nothing of it. <laughs> oh, 
I, I have to go. I don't want to... I have to go. Now. Okay? I'm going to go now. Bye. I was younger at the time and never really had to deal with discrimination outside of my race. Since I'm not really flamboyant or anything, I don't like to go out of my way to tell people I'm gay. Most people just don't care anyway. I had learned my lesson the next day, though, when I logged on. Every single one of my characters was kicked out of the guild. And the first thing I did was send Mama an in-game mail asking, Why? Why, Mama? Why you do this, Mama? Eight hours later, I got a message back. It wasn't anything extreme. She just said that I should stop causing huge drama in the guild. End of story. A few hours later, Joe logged on. I asked him what the fuck was going on. And he simply said that being gay was a sin! And I was an abomination! And put me on ignore. I tried messaging Mama and Joshua to find out that they had put me on ignore as well. <laughs> I was so confused! <laughs> it caused me to actually leave the game. I had spent a year with the guild and got kicked because they were, you know, rednecks. <laughs> I promise the story is true. And these days when I join a guild, I usually ask the GM if they have any problem with gay people due to this experience. <laughs> oh, that's really sad. To this day, I remain guildless. What? I play alone? Does that mean everyone said yes? What does that even mean? That can't be true. <laughs> hey, yeah. Kurt, so, do you have any problem with gay people? And now you're guildless. <laughs> Forever and ever? No. <laughs> That's a one-off, right? I don't know. I don't play. I assume this is in, uh, in USA. <laughs> this is going to be in Team USA. Come over to EU. It's alright. We're all at it. It's good fun. It's good fun. You'll get there. You'll get there. But, that's, uh, but Mama. Mama. Time to open your mind, Mom. Let it out. Let it out. Right then, this one's going to get a little dark. Yeah. Yeah. It had to happen, right? It had to happen. <laughs> you knew it was going to happen. You knew it. Right, let's put some names in here. Mm, we need... And we're going to have a warlock, a rogue, a pally, a priest. Right, do you guys want to think of two guild names? Please. Two guild names. Chat. Chat. That is ignoring AGDQ. You wonderful people. And they have two guild names. That would be delicious. So our lady will be Colleen. 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 Faldrillen. Magnus. Wow, that's a baller name. Magnus. Ultra Magnus. And... Chase. The Sleepy Bears. Mama, the Mama Bears. <laughs> the Mama Bears. Yeah, we'll put the Mama Bears in. The Mama Bears. Uh, I don't think I'm also your gay daddy is going to fit. <laughs> <laughs> the raging rednecks yeah the mama bears and the raging rednecks they'll do we'll save the really uh 
the really sort of interesting ones for the web show, which is next Saturday. It's not tomorrow, by the way. It's next Saturday. We do have a work meeting tomorrow. I know. It's all serious. All serious. Got to do the work. Right then. Let's continue down our road. So bad, by the way. I'm pre-warning you guys. It's awful. It's so bad. Okay. Hi, <laughs> Preacher. I prefer you to not use any of the names. <laughs> yeah, I understand why. But don't worry. We never use the real names on the show. You're always anonymous. Alright, I have never, I have never taken the time to recount this tale by anything other than word of mouth. I am genuinely ashamed of how this all transpired. This experience made me reevaluate my life when it was all said and done. And I did some first degree scumbag stuff here, regardless of what prompted the behavior. That is how you start a good drama story. Okay? This is how you start. Are you listening? Are you paying attention, everybody, at home? Are you paying attention? If you need that start, I'm going to be smiling. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. We've got a show. We've got ourselves a game. Let's go. I started playing WoW in late 2005 when a couple of work buddies said they were going to start playing again. They had both taken a break and I was working weekend graves, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Wednesday to Sunday. So something to do with people on the same schedule sounded pretty good. I was 18 and had just graduated from high school six months prior. The girlfriend, Colleen, who had just moved in with me, wasn't too happy about me buying it because of the stigma of MMOs being time consuming and the problems that some couples had when they played. So I ended up playing. <laughs> That's great, Colleen. I understand your concerns. But I'm still going to do it. That's how relationships work. I'm taking your advice on board and ignoring it completely. Okay, good. Good. So I ended up rolling a torrent shaman on the server my co-workers had agreed upon and decided to spec as elemental in 2005. What era is that? When's 2005? That's like still late vanilla maybe? I think. I can't remember. Too old. <laughs> That's a bad, uh, bad, it's bad though. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> it's bad early in the day. The co-workers and I formed up a guild, the Mama Bears, and decided to twink oh, as best we could at the cap for each PvP bracket. We would make a level 29 twink, a level 39 twink, and a level 49 twink. My friends had capped characters on other servers. So they were starting as fresh as I was, resource-wise. After about a week or two of watching me play, Colleen was no longer content to sit by and watch. She wanted to rock some WoW herself. So I ended up buying her a copy and got her started. She decided to roll as an undead warlock. Red flag. Right, team? Right, boys? Men forever. Red flag. Myself and the guildies decided to camp at level 29 while we waited for her to catch up to us. We stayed at level 29 for a couple of months. Imagine them fucking twink level 29 elemental shamans in vanilla, boys. Way PvP. 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 <laughs> we stayed there for a couple of months, even after she had joined us 
at that level. <laughs> All fear the level 29 elemental vanilla shaman. Be afraid. During this time, we picked up quite a few members who were all twinkers. Yeah, you bunch of twinkers. And since this was all before the formation of battle groups and cross-server BGs, we even had a rival counterpart on the alliance side of things, the Raging Rednecks, to butt heads with on pretty regular basis. Good times were had by all. We'd smacked up back and forth on the forums and we've advanced brackets with each other. I think we stayed at level 49 for about six months, all told. Needless to say, we would PvP a lot. Sometime after level 30, I discovered the glory that was vanilla Wind Fury Prox and became Enhancement. I enjoyed it, but I realised that restoration was what I had to do when I hit 60. So I begrudgingly made the switch and started healing warriors and bestowing upon them the gift of Wind Fury Totem. You, sir, are doing Jesus's work. We thank you. Every single warrior who has experienced being... It's in my PvP video. It's there. You. 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 Yeah? Yeah? I like you. I like you. I do like you a lot. <laughs> the gift of Wind Fury Tom and living long enough to see it put to good use. That and healing my girlfriend while she killed everything was pretty fun for us too. We did some Zulgarub as a girl, toyed with the idea of looking for more action on the PvE side of things. But Purva Pur was our primary focus of the guild. The server community was pretty good. We had a sister guild on the server that would group with regularly when our guild fell apart after some time. And we ended up merging with them. At some point, we had exchanged emails and vent information with the Raging Rednecks over on the Alliance side. And we started to spend a lot of time just hanging out, smack talking and bullshitting with each other and vent. I was actually becoming better acquainted with the guys on the Alliance side than I was with some of my guildies. So all in all, my vanilla experience so far was very positive. It was real life that was killing me. Colleen, the girlfriend. She had moved in with me because she couldn't cut it in college and ended up dropping out. We were high school sweethearts. She had the higher GPA. What's a GPA? But I had the highest test scores. I just couldn't be asked to attend class in high school because they just spouted shit. But when it comes down to it, GPA matters far more for most scholarships. What? <laughs> Why do you have something that's more important than test scores? Grade point average. What's that? We don't have that. You either pass or you fail. <laughs> that's how it works here. <laughs> Gold parole? <laughs> Maybe. I know. Someone could explain to me what a GPA is and why it doesn't relate to that. Your grade point average is a measure of your academic achievement at an educational institution. Your GPA is calculated by dividing the number of grade quality points you earn by the total numbers you attempt. If you pass the exam, don't you win? I mean, I don't know. That's how we do it. <laughs> I didn't really go to university that much. I was working. Still smashed it. Hey! <coughs> no one cared? <laughs> Let me tell you, in the UK, if you don't show up for classes, 
nobody cares because you because if you'll either pass or fail the teachers just don't care they don't in university they really don't care in college they barely care <laughs> certainly at that level okay <clears throat> anyway there you go educated so before we graduated high school we decided as a team to tough it out and make it work even though most couples don't survive college yeah but we're gonna be the difference team we're gonna make it work because we're sweethearts we love each other yeah i love you real love real love we're gonna make it work i was the one who was to hold down a job get us a home while she would go and do the school thing and then afterwards when she had the degree i will then take my shot at getting some higher learning and she would then work and support the family <coughs> it seemed to make sense at the time the high school i'm sure it did <laughs> sure it did <laughs> she was not prepared she was not prepared for college overloaded her class schedule so when she moved in she was crushed i told her take some time get yourself back together and then see if she still had it in her to go back otherwise we'll just swap right honey i'll go back to school and you can get the job yeah love right there son mm. don't worry about it don't worry about it we'll just swap everything will be fine no problems <coughs> month after month went by she dragged her feet about school couldn't be asked finding a job the job she did find she would get anxious about working she would make herself sick and get sent home she would either be fired or have quit inside of two weeks each time i was getting a little bit pissed off we were fighting frequently but i was determined to push through not become a statistic i won't be a part of your system i thought so i kept my head down kept working i was pulling in some decent scrounge but after a while we started to run into money problems <laughs> i had my check set up to automatically deposit into our joint account and i mainly let her handle all the bills and expenses as she was at home so <laughs> so one day i got to look at our statement uh-oh <laughs> and saw numerous small purchases on there she had been spending some money on stuff like shiny pokemon for her nintendo ds and at some point i decided that she needed to fill out her beanie baby collection <laughs> what am i gonna do not complete it what are you high you're an idiot look i might have dropped out of college but i'm not just gonna sit here like a fucking idiot with half a beanie baby collection am i you fucking moron don't look at me like that don't look don't judge me half complete dickhead it looks a mess 
needs fixing. I don't care if he can't pay rent. I don't look like a fucking idiot, do I, when my friends come round? Duh. Duh. <clears throat> more fighting. More red flags ignored. My job was physically demanding and the work environment was hostile socially. There was no haven for me to find a place where I just wasn't fighting. I'm fighting at work. I'm tired. And I come home to fight with my girlfriend. It was pretty shitty. No easy solution. And quite a bit of anger. Looking back, I'm certain I was pretty depressed. Although I was only 20 or so at this point. Bummer, dude. <laughs> Bummer. You, I know I can smirk about it now because, you know, you fix it. <laughs> you fix it. You're going to be all right. But first, we've got to get real dark on you. We're going to take it even darker. Three Alliance players were talking with me on vent one evening. A paladin named Magnus. A rogue named Falderin. And a priest named Chase. We were talking about a player who had passed away a long time ago in WoW and had a funeral. His death had been announced by his guildmates on the forums. We thought it would be really funny if we hatched a morbid scheme for one of us to fake their own deaths and punk the server. We're pranking! We're gonna prank the server! You know what would be really funny? <laughs> you know what would be really funny? Wouldn't it be a laugh? For a laugh. We were all fairly well known. So we were... Each decent candidates. But I thought the idea was hilarious at the time. So I forced and volunteered myself to be the one who was about to die. I demand this. Demand it. I thought it would brighten me up and make me laugh. So we hatched a scheme. It was going to be the slow game. We're going for the long game. It would be a slow build-up of dropping vague hints of symptoms over the course of a few months. I would say things like, sorry I missed PvP night. It was hard to play when you sleep for 16 hours for no apparent reason. Or I would complain about particularly intense muscle aches. Each post I would make would get gradually worse. People were starting to get concerned and message me in game or try to pep me up in vents. It wasn't really hard to make stuff up about being ill. I kind of got off on their concern because things were so tense between me and Colleen. Two months of this. Two months. We called it the feigned death plan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the feigned death IRL. Brain trust. There's not much brain in this. You can't call yourself a brain trust. If your plan is stupid as fuck, you can't do that. You can't be a brain trust with a plan like this. But okay. The Fane Death IRL brain trust thought now was the time to pull the trigger. Or to call it a day and just get better. The apprehension had been building up over those two months as we were pressing forward with the plan. I was starting to feel genuinely guilty about it all. People were showing a lot of concern. Falderin was in the middle. <laughs> Magnus was all for it. And Chase, he wanted me to give it up. 
Three little chickens all plucking away. The way I saw it though, I'd already gone too far to pull out now. I really genuinely wanted to see what would happen if we did it. So, I made a post on an alt to the forums that I had passed away during the night. I even went as far as to log into Colleen's account and make a post as well. The ensuing mayhem was crazy. Within 24 hours, there was a barrage of forum posts, texts, emails, messages on MySpace. Things are getting pretty serious, yeah. My MySpace is overflowing, I'll have you know. Phone calls. Colleen was really pissed. I somehow convinced her to just let it play out and not say anything. She wasn't pleased. I was sitting on a private vent server with the Brain Trust as they relayed how events were unfolding in-game. It didn't really hit me until that moment exactly how fucking stupid this idea was. How it wasn't something that I could actually just take back and go, lol, it's a prank. The same day my death was announced, my guild put together two full raid groups and killed faction leaders in my honor. They had an escort from my alliance friends who I'd been talking to. They changed their tabard colors to black with an emblem in white as a sign of mourning. I could see it on my shaman character at the select screen, but I dared not log in. The forum post that hit me the hardest was when people from the alliance guild, the raging rednecks, who were a little bit older, were offering to send real life money to help pay for the funeral. <clears throat> I didn't know what to do next. <laughs> Understatement of the century. Uh, what do we do now? It's that scene in Ghostbusters. They get into the library. They get the snot into the thing, the sample. They browse through the symmetrical book stacking. Then they see the ghost and Ventman asks the all important question. What do we do now, though? This was the plan, was to get to here. But what do we do now? What do we do now? <clears throat> I hadn't really thought about how it would all pan out in the end. How could I come back after such a reaction and be all JK, I had Ank, which was the original plan? It's good that you've been chosen because you're a shaman. I have the punchline already. No, listen, this is genius. Because you're a shaman, I've already thought of the punchline. Because you can ank. Do you get it? Do you get it? You can ank. Brain trust. 2016. Brain trust. Corella didn't even dare log in either because she was afraid that she would be ostracized for logging in and doing dungeons after I had just died. <laughs> How are you coping? Fine, just did AV. <laughs> uh, I'm really heartbroken. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was robbed of any chance to try and control the situation or say anything about it because during this time, somebody in the trust had cracked. Who was it? Falderon? Magnus? Chase? Who was it? Somebody fucking cracked. Somebody's a snitch amongst the brain trust. Not in the brain trust. How is this possible? They're smarter than that. Outrageous. Somebody in the trust had cracked. That it was all a lie. Their hate flowed forth like a river. I'd never found out who cracked. I pretty much had to quit WoW that day. I manned up, grabbed my dick, and apologized to the guild and to my friends in the Raging Rednecks on Ventrilo. My guild told me to fuck off and actually die. That's <laughs> the appropriate response. Worse! 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 The Raging Rednecks, friend, my friends, were happy I was alive. They somehow, being older I guess, found it in them to forgive me. Their reaction made me feel so much worse than the guys who just told me to fuck off. My shaman's mailbox was filled every day with blacksmith hammers for days. I probably had to put half the server on ignore while I was emptying it out so I could transfer servers. Oh, bastards! Server transfer now, you cunt! <laughs> I get spammed, mailbox. I transferred and quit immediately for months. Colleen managed to avoid most of the servers I had because I had kept her out of the loop during the whole thing. I was so guilt-wracked about the whole affair I had always considered internet friends to not actually be real people. In my mind, they had yet to register as actual people. That illusion was gone. In the time I had been playing WoW, I spent more time with my online friends than I did with those I knew in person. It was a very rude awakening, and I felt like a monster. I did eventually start playing it, though. My friends from the Raging Rednecks all re-rolled Horde on a new server and politely asked me to come back. Most of us are still friends to this day, and I've met a few of them IRL. I did eventually make amends with most of the people I knew in the past. But there were more than a few bridges that could not be mended. I do have more wild drama I can share about how things came to an end with Colleen. No, that relationship ended? Never. Outrageous. Well, I'll write it another time if you guys would like to hear it. Thanks for taking the time to read through this. I love your channel. I remember watching your PvP video way back in the day. Keep it up. Will do. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, don't do that, guys. <laughs> don't do that. You're all just text boxes to me. Oh, my last story is so long. <clears throat> right, I'm going to go fast then. I can't fall behind. We've had so many awesome drama stories over the course of uh, Christmas. So we'll, uh, I'm going to have to go fast. So bear in mind that. So obviously it'll be on YouTube if you want to look back at it. Uh, do I can hear that my kids are home as well. Oh my god. It's all falling apart, team. Start the year as you mean to go on. With disruptions. Okay. We have Phenom. John. Do, 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 do. Uh, Spencer. <laughs> I know my son's going to come in this room. And Cameron. 
Okay, we're gonna go fast. You ready, team? You ready, squad? You ready? You ready? We're going speed running HDQ. Make sure you watch it. Diablo 2 should be starting soon, I think. Okay. Salutations, preacher, and a brofist to you and yours. I've been ghosting your channel for a while, and it seems that you and I are a lot alike. I agree with most everything you say about WoW. We have similar views on the way it could be. I love drama and listen to them as I do my weekly mount runs or whatnot. Anyway, I have I've never had remote remotely i've never had remotely the dramas you frequent uh, frequently expound us to but i have had a couple of crazy things happen and i'd like to share them i was 16 or 17 when i began playing wow it was a few months after launch i was attending community college aka junior colleges two-year schools that provide affordable post-secondary education as a pathway to a four-year degree i don't think you have them in the uk we do it's called college that's what our college is uh, it's standard could be wrong though I had never played an MMO before, and I had spent a lot of time mostly playing Diablo Deuce, Deus Ex, Morrowind, Age of Empires 2, in the game room at the college where many folks pl were playing WoW, or talking about WoW, and I became curious. After inquiring to an acquaintance, he showed me a short video trilogy that was created by a baguette guild, Empire, and it was a submission, <coughs> that's French by the way, submission to a video contest Blizzard was holding at the time. It was a Blackwing Lair movie set to epic music and showcased their raid-killing bosses. You should check it out if you haven't seen it. I was blown away. This was epic. What I saw <coughs> to my noobish mind was a large group of people working together to kill bosses and progress through the, what I assumed was, a fortress of some sort. And there were dragons. Yes. This really got my imagination going with all the possibilities. And I went home, got the game a few days later, though I was resistant to first play. Because everything I'd seen up to that appeared boring. People standing in cities or doing quests or mining. But once I started playing, I was hooked. <coughs> I rolled Alliance on an RP server. Wow. Uh, <laughs> an RP server, a recommendation from some co-workers who played on the same server. Shockingly, they quit the game a couple of months later. It was a backwater server, but I didn't know or care, and it was my home for many years. My first character was a male dwarf rogue. <laughs> I don't even know what should go on. <laughs> Stealth is my modus operandi, and my favourite thing in any game I can get away with. <laughs> so you chose a meatball. I want to be stealthy. I will choose this meatball. And that will be great success. After reviewing the racials, I figured I'd go dwarf because their passive of treasure finder... Oh my god. Seemed like a good pairing with a rogue. <laughs> I suppose it would, though. I managed to get to around 25 or so and was questing in Duskwood when I picked up an item that changed the rest of my wow life. At this time, I wasn't terribly enjoying my rogue. I had no idea what I was doing. I was having difficulty killing things. <sighs> I found a green quality two-handed sword that had the best model I had ever seen. Oh, wow. So I linked it in general chat. <laughs> I, so I inquired in general chat. I forget how I had figured out some chat system. As to what class could use this mighty two-handed sword. Someone said Pally, another said Warrior. So I logged the fuck out and looked at both of these classes. Paladins looked mega homo. <laughs> Dwarf. Dwarf rogue. Really? <laughs> oh, but not paladins though. <laughs> another, 
Another had said warrior, so I logged out and thought, I shall be the warrior. So I rolled a red-headed female human warrior, whom is still my main to this day. Plus, she had a pretty face. Being a warrior was tough! I died constantly to my annoyance. Pull a mob, auto-attack forever, maybe get off a heroic strike if I was lucky. More luck if I ever actually hit with it. I avoided murlocs like the plague and retreated if I pulled more than one mob at a time. Bandages were shit and potions were like ambrosia, nectar of the gods, and only to be used in extreme situations. Eventually I made it to level 15. And I was fiddling around in Sentinel Hill when I received a whisper. Hey, do you want to go to Deadmines? What the fuck, I thought! I typed yes in slash say repeatedly. I didn't know how to reply to a whisper. It turned out to eventually be a level 60 paladin who was running a guildie of his through the Deadmines and decided that he might as well get a group together and help out some others. After being, to ex being educated that the Deadmines was a Dungeon and that there was a potential loot to be had, I was in. I followed the group to that damn town which is ridiculously OP. The run was uneventful apart from attempting not to die and failing miserably for the most part. The run ended and the paladin invited me to his guild. A casual leveling RP guild. They taught me a lot but I still had tons to learn. In the mid 40s I came across Zulfarak and someone mentioned that there was an epic two-handed sword in there. I was hooked. I was determined. Sulthrae's the lasher would come to be my bane. <coughs> I farmed the shit out of Zulfarak. Sounds like ghosty. Oh, a level 40? Next 10 levels of Zulfarak. Isn't that right, ghosty? <coughs> I farmed the shit out of Zulfarak. Going so far as to not focus on queuing and just doing that place as many times as needed. I was arms and needed a new weapon. An epic weapon. It took me 30 runs of ZF until I got the sword from that last boss. I'd gotten the first half early, but it had kept me going. I was 53 when I finally conquered Sulthrae's. It was mine. I had been so hell-bent on getting the sword that it annoyed my guild to no end as I would constantly talk about it. Constantly asking for DPS and healers and tanks for Zulfarak every day. I had even been offered a destiny for free, but declined it out of principle. I wanted to earn my first epic, not be handed some welfare scumbag BOE. And I did. I earned the fucking sword. I still have it to this day. Vanilla ended up not being an amazing experience as I hoped it was going to be. Just as I was getting into raiding and learning the game, more BC dropped and I had to level all over again. But by this time, I was a tonk. I had resisted going tonk for a long time. It sounded boring as fuck. I wanted to use my two-hander. I wanted to be awesome at swinging my ginormous sword. But it was either become a tonk and raid, or no raid. I had been accepted into a new boss, Terabad raid, but was happy to only be doing half of Molten Core a week. Half of Molten Core. I had done CG and Oni, though, while being carried in another guild. And the first two bosses of BWL. I thought my dreams of tanking Blackwing Lair had died. Nobody taught me how to tank. I got a few pointers here and there. But they were mostly Sunder and don't press anything else. 
No one sat down with me and explained things to me and I was unaware of websites and I couldn't get anything. Mid-Burning Crusade, it got better. I had friends, I had a better raiding guild, was progressing through tier 5. We killed Kel'Thas before we killed Vash. But the jubilation that erupted over Vent when Kale died was glorious. I was a bona fide tonk at this point. Known on my server as being competent, patient, kind. I always tried to be a nice person to those around me and helpful when I could. Some friends and I decided to start running what we called retro raiding on a Saturday night. Get as many people as we knew as we could, then pug the rest, go to Molten Core, work our way up from there. Back in those days, we still had to do the mechanics, even though we were 10 levels above content. Some of the top players on the server would even join us just for a giggle. I was dying to get Thunder Fury, and experience fights I never got to see in vanilla. One night in MC, we were fighting Baron Geddon in Gar's room, and something happened around 30% that obliterated the raid. People could not move with the bomb. They would explode, taking those around them with them. Eventually, it was a priest called Spencer. And myself that were the only two alive. The boss at 27%. We were told to wipe it. I refused. I was going to go until I died or the boss died. Spencer kept healing me through it all. Keeping enough mana to get rid of the mana draining debuff the boss put on. Mana burn? Yeah. <laughs> most of the raid, most of the dead had released and were running back. We kept on fighting. Eventually he died. It was the most epic thing I'd experienced. Noah binding did not drop. Yes, we were level 70. We two-manned Geddon from 27%, but years. It felt great. Spencer and I are still friends to this day and occasionally reminisce about that moment. And we met at BlizzCon 2013, and it was legit. We did not touch balls. When we started to do Blackwing Lair, I got super hype. I was going to tank my favorite raid. Oh, I couldn't wait. I learned mechanic strategies from the best players on the server. The warrior I idolized, Phenom was usually arms and destroyed everything. Most of us had our Anixia scale cloaks and I was allowed to main tank many of the bosses. Still learning things about my class and my role and honing reaction times. BWL made me so happy. I was gleeful most of the time. Even though the suppression room, which can die in a fire, we made it and we killed Nefarian. And many times after that. Finally, my friends decided to tackle Nax Ramus. I never ever thought I would see Nax. It was still some sort of enigma to me. An unreachable goal. I'd remember seeing the best tanks on the server back in vanilla. Showing off their dreadnought in Ironforge. I was so jelly of how awesome it looked. And I still think it's one of the best looking warrior sets to date. If not the best. Nax was hard. The trash was painful. The bosses hit like trucks. I remember getting pwned by Patchwork many times. But I loved every second of it. I was praying to the loot gods on my tear rolls. In all our Nax runs, we only ever saw two corrupted Ashbringers, and I won neither. My friend Phenom won one, and another warrior won the other. Learning how to position myself for the Thaddeus throw took me longer than it should have. And there was a night or two where progression was limited because of me. Eventually, I got it. Hygen the Unclean was fun to learn. Dance, bitches, dance. I learned the patterns where the edges of the safe zones were. It was such fun. We eventually reached Saffron, one of the most epic boss reveals I've ever seen. I'd acquired most of my tier 3 by this time and I was happy, living out my dreams of experiencing vanilla WoW. Even though I was 70, my good friend, John, <laughs> my good friend John, who was the raid leader and explained most of the fights, or at least would try and help me learn, 
told me what to do on Saffron. We still used and probably needed some frost resist gear. I wish they'd bring it back. Our friend, Shadow Priest, Cameron, had by now most of the shards of Atiesh. We only managed to complete one Atiesh before Blizz removed Nax. But I remember helping my friend complete his staff, doing the strat quest and taking a portal to Kara. Kelthazad, you fucker. Not only did you have five solid minutes of trash to kill before we even got to attack you every attempt, but you're an asshole. But we killed you. Several times. The warrior tearing dropped once, and it was the only drop on the server. I won the roll for it. But Phenom whispered me. He wanted to buy it from me and offered me 1400g, which was a lot at the time. I was still relatively retarded at the time and valued the gold. I was dumb. I sold the ring to Phenom. He paid me and I instructed my friends to give him the ring since he was always the loot master. That was John. The night before Blizzard removed Nax Ramus from the game. We all went in to clear it one last time. I wanted to complete my tier three. And I did, minus the ring. It was late. It was getting on for 1 or 2 a.m. when Kel'Thuzad died. We all whoop whoop said he's death. And we hoped for the best of drops. We saw what dropped. And we waited for the loot to be linked. And we waited. And we waited. After a few moments, people started to ask about the loot. Wanting to roll on it. I spoke up and inquired directly to my friend, John. No reply. Nothing. John was online. He was in the raid alive. Just not moving. Nothing. I realized what had happened. I moaned inside, moaned inside and told Phenom, since we were both officers. My suspicions. <coughs> John, our fearless, consistent, reliable raid leader and master looter was asleep. And we couldn't wake him up. We dragged him into another channeling vent and yelled at him to wake up, John! No avail. He was out. What did we do? It was the last kill we could ever do on the server. And we couldn't get the loot. Phenom said that he was put a ticket into the GMs. I did as well. And I think most of the Raiders who had won the rolls, as we still rolled, put in tickets as well. Phenom was trying to manage the looting without actually giving items away. People eventually did get their loot. But it was one of the most hilarious and stressful moments of our raiding. As for our friend Cameron... Years later, he would consistently get mages kicked in the Dragon Soul LFR. Because when Kalagos opened up the portal to the Eye of Eternity, he would time it so that his Karazhan portal would pop up in its place and send most of the raid to Karazhan. We sit and reminisce about these fun moments that we had from just goofing around in Karazhan. And I still wish we could do them now. I miss the good old days of WoW and his wonder and epic adventure and mystery. The motivation kicking the butt I get when I saw someone in super gear. The acquisition of acquiring awards for hard work. I look forward to hearing more from all your antics. Please give Ghosty a brofist from me. Your brother in arms, protection. 
the author. <laughs> that troll in the end, though. <laughs> Send everyone to Carousel. Total legend. Lovely story. Oh, John. Ghosty's a nightmare for falling asleep at the keyboard. Is he still here? Always falls asleep at the keyboard. I don't know how that is even possible. Right, I am super fucking late. It wasn't a big drama. It's just a nice, fun ending. Yeah, that was it. It's a nice, fun little ending. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good fun. Uh, right, I really have to fucking go. <laughs> My kids are here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Go watch AGDQ. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Go and check it out and have fun. I shall see you maybe live on Monday. Watch uh, Twitter and I'll confirm. I'm not... It's about... It's it's, there's a very high chance I'll be doing uh, stream week next week. Stream week next week. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry to rush off, but I've uh, I've got to go. So thank you. Have a great evening, guys. I'll see you again. Bye bye.